Hello, everyone. I am so happy to be here again on Community Chats. Community Chats, if you don't already know, is a place where I talk to amazing people who inspire me and are living their life on their own terms. And today I'm talking to Kathleen O'Connell, who's a old, old friends. I don't even remember like what the year was. You're better at years than I am. But I've known her for a lifetime and, and maybe a couple more than that. And um, it started, I was her teacher to start and, um, and now she's my inspiration. So I love how things can shift that way. And I wanted to bring her to Community Chats as another incredible example of how a life can be lived fully, that there is no stopping point. There's no point in your life where you have to regress or slow down. You can live it the way that feels inspiring and the way that you're driven. And Kathleen is such a, such a perfect example of that. Hello, my dear. Hi, Paula. It's really good to be here. And thank you so much for inviting me and um, inspiring me to talk about the the uh, wonderful things that you are creating for your community, your new community online. I'm really inspired. Thank you. Thank you. We are too. We're happy to be doing it. So normally I read a bio at this point, but you have had such a checkered life. So do you want to tell us like just like a little from beginning to from beginning to this moment of all the things you've done? Sure. Oh my gosh. Beginning. Jeez. We'd be here for hours. <laughs> um, Gosh. Um, well, let me just let let me just say that I first met you in 2006. So that'll be kind of a little reference point. And um, and I I met you because it was at a, a time in my life where there were things that were shifting and changing and um, bubbling from under the surface. And I knew that my life was in for a little bit of a different course than what I had been, you know. Can you say how old you were in 2006? Just so well, you know. I'm 51 now, so that means I was 36. Is that about right? Yeah. So <laughs> um, I know, right? So prior to that, um, you know, without going too far back, um, I would say that the, the one of the first things that really kind of kind of moved me into the world where I am now and um, the pathway that I'm on right now is that I went to Ireland when I was a junior in college and um, kind of took a, a leap and went away for a year and um, really tried to just kind of figure out who I was um, and do something completely, completely different and challenge myself in a way that that I needed because I kind of a, I love to be in my home. I love my family. I'm kind of very connected to my people, you know, and to go away for a year was a, was a big challenge for me. The same way that it was when I went and, and went to um, yoga teacher training with you in Guatemala in 2006. Those are both really hard things for me to, to pick myself up and leave my family. So um, when I did that first, uh, I went to school there for a year and I met my husband who then eventually um, came here to the United States and and we created a life together. And so that's kind of where I think my story with yoga starts to pick up because we got married and uh, and I was in school at the time to become an English teacher. And I taught English for 15 years at the college level and at the high school level. And in between and threaded through all of that, yoga was present and I had no inclination to become a yoga teacher. It just wasn't even something I thought about. In fact, 
I really only found yoga when I had my daughter, Brady. So um, she's just turned 23. And right after she was born, like literally this time of the year, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get out of my house. I've got to do something for my body. I need to like reclaim myself. I just felt like I was shut in. And, uh, and I found yoga and, um, and that changed my life. I'll never forget the first triangle pose I was in. I just was, it was in a, a sunlit room. It was early in the morning. I got into tri- triangle pose and I was like, oh my God, like I have arrived, you know, I don't know. It was just like one of those moments. And, um, so it wasn't too long before, um, I developed a pretty steady practice and I just fell in love with it all, you know? And, um, the way it made my body feel, the space that it gave me away from my infants. Um, And the person that I was teaching with opened up a studio and said, I want you to go and get trained because I really would like some yoga teachers to come in and and work for me. But um, so that was in 2003. So I actually did a training prior to yours and, uh, and it, it was wonderful, but it, it just didn't, it, it didn't really fill me in my heart, you know, like it checked off all the posture boxes and, you know, some anatomy things, but it just was like, not, it wasn't a spirit full experience. And so for three years I looked for a program and, um, in the interim, my husband and I have taken down three, um, antique barns and moved them here. So we've got a house and we've got a barn and then, while I was in your training, the other barn that became my yoga studio was packed away in little matchstick pieces and uh, waiting to be created as a, a yoga space. So that's kind of like the plot up until when I started my own business. And um, so my family have always been a really integral part of me being a teacher and um, sharing our life with other people who come here for classes and retreats and my husband Declan has really just been the backbone of the whole operation. So as, as strong as I am and as willful as I can be and as creative as I am, um, the Shakti around that whole thing was really the two of us working together. And I think I remember telling you, Paula, I don't know if you remember this, because there was a time where I was leaving my teaching job. If you remember, I was, I was on a leave of absence and I was building this place and, um, it was right before it was, it was April. I remember it. I remember the day I was in my kitchen. It was a foggy day. I had the piece of paper that was my teaching job and I had to either sign the contract or not. And I remember you said, when are you going to take your seat? And I was like, Oh shit, I got to take my seat. You know, I've got to, I've got to say so well, because I was shopping. I was in Soho. And, when, and then I stopped at one of my favorite pizza places, Ben's there, and I'm like, I'm like talking off the ledge <laughs> while I'm yeah. eating my Palermo pizza. And I'm like, Katie, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. your time. I remember that day like it was yesterday. Right. Yeah. And I, you could say, you could say like the rest is history and it, and it kind of is, except that, um, it has been an ebb and flow for the last, I mean, I've been open for 12 years now in the studio. So since that day, it's been 12 years. Amazing. Amazing. So English teacher, yoga teacher, singer, Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Um, I have been singing in various bands. I mean, I've been singing probably since I was 18 months old. My mother propped me up on the kitchen table and made me sing Shine on Harvest Moon. Of course, I don't remember that, but everybody else in the family remembers it. <laughs> so I've been singing since I was tiny. But um, yeah, so I sing in a band. I sing to my students in Shavasana. Um, I just, yeah, I just love to sing. It makes me feel joyful. Amazing. And you are. Um an Ayurvedic practitioner now, right? A practitioner of Ayurveda. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would say I started my love of herbs and tinctures and flowers and gardens way back when I was young. My parents always had a garden. My mother was always making lip balms and face creams and things like that. So, you know, I kind of grew up on all of that. And, um, I would say, you know, when I hit 40, like 10 years ago, I was like, okay, what is happening with this body? <laughs> you know, like things were changing. My skin was changing and my eyesight was changing and my hair was changing and everything. And I was like, okay, I don't, I'm not a doctor person. That's not, not a hit at traditional Western, you know, medicine, but it's, I just am so much more um, kind of in rhythm with the nature you know, I mean, even this morning I was out snowshoeing before, you know, I came in to talk to you and, um, and so it just really drew me. And so, yeah, I became a, the first thing I did actually was I, I went away to Shivananda ashram and I did a month long, um, yoga nidra training and, uh, an Ayurveda yoga teacher training there. And it was really about how to integrate Ayurveda into my yoga classes, which I really do a lot now. So most of what I'm teaching, I would say, is like five element type classes. So I'm always threading in the chakras and I'm always threading in the elements. And to me, that just feels like it's really authentic, you know, and it's it's kind of the way to me yoga was meant to be. It was never really meant to be separated from Ayurveda, which is like the mothership, you know, and yoga is just a part of it. So that has always felt really good. And then after that, I just kept, I don't know, you know what it's like. It's like, you can't stop learning. He was constantly learning. You know, as soon as I, I, I joke with my husband, he's like, is this the last training? Like, are you going to take a break for a while? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do anything for a while. And then I'll be like, Ooh, I want to learn about that. You know? <laughs> so I did, I did a, a year and a half um, Ayurveda health practitionership. And, um, and so I see clients that way too, as well as, you know, I, I coach them with yoga and meditation. I see a lot of people actually a lot more now mm -hmm. around Ayurveda. So let me ask you, because I think this is, um, you know, with the, with the way that we're looking at these talks, people come. So the first thing that you said that really like perked me up was that you were 35, right? When you had this like crossroads. And a, a lot of times I hear the people that I counsel, which happens to be a lot of 30, 35 year olds saying like, I'm so old and I want to like shake them and go, you haven't even begun. And that's not to diminish all that they've done, but to, and wisdom is what it is, right? It's, you know, it's definitely hindsight, but that was really a moment for you that there was, there was more that you weren't winding down, that you had this feeling of, beginning and then I'll say one more thing and then I'll let you roll and then there are these junctures where you it feels like you have to jump off a cliff a little bit as you're talking like it's like you're taking a deep breath and going forward right and I remember that the conversation we just had about leaving teaching and doing the barn was like massive 
And so can you talk about that as a feeling or a decision-making process or? You know, it's funny because I know when I was 35, I, I identify with the women that you're talking about and thinking, oh my gosh, you know, and even in the training program that I was in with you, there were, you know, there were the handful of other women that were, you know, probably eight or 10 years younger than me, maybe they were 25 to 30 years old. And I was like, oh, I'm like on the, on the upper end of that. And, uh, and so even then as a younger woman than I am right now, there was a lot of like body conscious stuff and a lot of, you know, I think there's a fair bit of negative talk, you know, that you, we do to ourselves. Um, and, and I'm, I can say I did that, you know, um, since then, I guess, you know, it's not that, it's not that you don't look in the mirror and see the crow's feet coming or the white hairs that come in or that your body is not defying gravity the way that, <laughs> that it used to or whatever, you know, but that I think, you know, what is helpful, like my kitty cat right now, I'm trying to be humorous with him. He's tearing up the a piece of paper over there, but it's just trying to have humor with things. It's trying to like be a little lighter with myself of trying to, and it's not always easy, Polly, you know, I mean, it's, the, it's a struggle sometimes, um, you know, and, and I think, you know, we can, we can keep redefining ourselves, right. Or we can just stop defining ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I mean, so I've just, I've, just had to at, at some point along the line in those years. I'm like, you know what? These definitions are just, they just keep putting us in little boxes. Oh, I'm, I'm in, I'm a 30 something or I'm a 40 something. And now I'm a 50 something, I'm 51. And it's like, okay, so what about that? You know, I mean, does, are these things going to define me? And um, if I want to be authentic, then I have to, I think all of us need to realize we're, we're changing every single day. And, um, to give ourselves full permission, freedom to change. You know, if you start walking down a pathway and you've invested yourself in this, but you get to a point and you're like, you know, this is not working anymore. Like, do you keep going because you've said, I'm going to do that? Or are you willing to stop and take a moment and, and a deep breath, like you said, and, and say, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not tied to that. I'm not going to be defined by my change of course. I'm just, I'm going to try a new way. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if that answers the question at all, but I, I feel like I've become more intuitive over the years. Mm -hmm. I'm allowing myself to tap into that a little bit more when before I may have questioned it. I've been like, oh, is this the right thing to do? Is this the wrong thing to do? You know, um, I color my hair. Stuff, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that 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 piece about being intuitive is so important. It, um, and I see there's like, you know, the the age and what the expectation is for the age, but remembering that those expectations, like how they were, they, they were created for um, people who didn't live quite as long as we do. Right. So we get to change. I even think around marriage where people are like, I don't know, this marriage thing isn't working for me. And you get maybe to have more than one if you want, right. It's not a failure. It's a progression. And this, um, evolution is is what it's all about, right? This permission to give ourselves a moment to say, "Is is this still working?" And if not, I can change course, right? And it, and it's a feeling. If I look externally for it, then it's a judgment. 
And I think even, you know, I tell my clients a lot, there's, again, I have younger girls and, you know, the scale becomes an issue, right? Like they weigh themselves twice a day. And I'm like, well, just how do you feel? Can't that be the indicator of, of how you're doing? Like, how do you feel in your body? Like right. you could be really low number on that scale and feel really weak and tired. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I deal with a lot of women in particular around those issues in what I do with Ayurveda, you know, as we move through our lives, our, just like the seasons, our bodies shift, our minds shift, the way the internal workings of our bodies change. And what may have worked for me when I was 25 or 35 is not working <laughs> anymore. You know, I need to eat more of this kind of food or that kind of food or less of this or that. And so again, it's just about being authentic and living in the moment and, um, and trusting your inner wisdom, you know. Um, I, I think a lot of us look externally, like you said, for um, is this right? Is this wrong? What should I do? You know, what should I look like? Um, what are other women who are my age? What are they? What are they? Not that we don't want to look and see, hey, you know, and be inspired by other people. You know, what are they doing? Maybe that will work for me. But um, just really feeling that, letting it, you know, letting things resonate with me and not overthinking. There was something I read recently. It was, and I, I can't remember exactly how, how many seconds it was. I want to say seven seconds that if you're asked a question or you're presented with an issue, the first seven seconds are your, your window to answer from your intuitive self. Mm -hmm. And after that, the left brain starts to kick in and you start to go, Ooh, but maybe it would be better if I did it this way. And so I'm starting to, you know, buy into the idea of spontaneity a little bit more and, and trust that inner um, guidance. Yeah. And I think in all fairness, that does come to us as we get older, right? Because we hear the voice more and it becomes more familiar. Um, that, oh, that's that there she is my intuition, right? Cause you've heard her and either you've, followed her or you doubted her and either way you understand right <laughs> you get the point of her but um so our you know our younger counterparts um uh i think giving them permission in the even in this conversation to know that she's really there that there is an intuition and she is trying to guide you and um and that it's okay to listen even if it doesn't seem that what you are doing um makes sense true it didn't make sense right for you to leave your like logical right. sense to leave your teaching career and open a business that you had to literally build stick by okay. stick yeah <laughs> well of course i mean the, the people that that might be listening to this conversation don't know where i live right i'm up in the sticks of new hampshire i'm literally looking out at forest and, you know, and clouds. And there's my yoga studio sitting right there in my view. And, you know, when I left my teaching job, I had a good salary. I had, I had healthcare <laughs> and, um, and it was all part of the package. And so when I was leaving, my colleagues were like, are you crazy? <laughs> You're going to do what? And I'm like, I just, you know, if I stay one more year in this job that I'm just not happy, you know, like, so what? So what? You know, and I just sort of like threw that towel and said, I'm going to follow my heart. And, um, and honestly, it's just, it's been the most amazing, wonderful ride because I just stepped into a place of trust. 
And, uh, and that's, that was not that it was out of character for me, but I think, I think I did a lot of that looking externally for what's the right, what's the wrong, you know, whether it was asking for my parents' guidance or friends or, you know, instead of going here and saying, what do you feel, you know, like, mm-hmm. what makes your heart beat, really? Yeah. And it was not what I was doing. Right, right. And that, uh, let me illuminate that because I think that's another such an important point is maybe it's okay to get the uh, opinions of others, but their opinions. And that if we hold it up against what brings up joy, right? Like then you know, and sometimes joy can kind of come right next to fear, (laughs) (laughs) which can be defined as excitement, right? You know, but like that really, like when you say it, you're like, yes, that's how we know where to go, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and when I say, you know, that the opinions are the ideas of others, I absolutely, you know, I have plenty of people that were like, go for it, girl, you can totally do this, you know? And, and then, and I, that's the, where the excitement came from is, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, I can do this. I can, I can believe in myself. I can shift, I can change. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work, what's next, you know? What's next. Yeah. And didn't you just get an award this year? Um, actually, yeah. So locally, I'm in the Lakes region of New Hampshire and there, and every year there are multiple, you know, local business competitions that happen and in the Lakes region, they did one, um, for all local businesses and you could, people could vote for their favorite yoga studios or their favorite restaurants or whatever and Dragonfly, um, we, we won the competition locally. So that was really kind of cool because, of where we are, you know, it's not, it's not on the main street. It's not a place where you're, you know, people literally figuratively walk, you know, they're, they're dropping into class, but they're not literally dropping into class walking by. So mm-hmm. it takes a little bit to, to help people find us. And so that was kind of exciting that people were talking about us enough um, that the word got out. And, and, yeah. and, and, you know, at least once a month, someone says, I met a friend of yours. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh, does that happen a lot? That's crazy. That's actually crazy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I would never have believed up here on this little Squam Lake where I am that one of your students would come into my place and say, I heard that you trained with Paula Tercy, and so I am coming to class here with you. <laughs> and she, I just love her. And uh, But yeah, that's not the first time that's happened. It's really, really interesting. Yep, yep, it really is. So, I we need to end now, unfortunately, because I could talk to you for days. I know. <laughs> but um, so is there any parting wisdom and anything that we need to know that you're doing? Oh gosh, parting wisdom. I'm. I think um, be be sweet to yourself. Be kind to yourself instead of looking in the mirror and being judgmental. um, Start the day with gratitude and gratitude for your own body and the amazing, beautiful machine that it is and how it works. I mean, if I start my day that way, then no matter what, I feel like I move through the day with a lot more awareness of not just the physical body, you know, external and internal, but also my energy body. So Mm -hmm. giving gratitude 
for my body, for my heart, for my mind, and really just, you know, celebrating myself. I think it's really important for us to do that and to celebrate each other as women and as people. So that's why I love this forum that you're, you're creating because it celebrates us and we need that. Um, don't be afraid to change paths. If something's not working for you, um, follow your heart. Those would be really my, my big pieces of advice. And I really feel like I've not been steered wrong. Even if I thought I made a wrong choice, I've always learned something from whatever decisions I've made. Um, and part of part of that, I think, is kind of led me to where I am right now. I mean, and so you asked what I'm doing. I am um, leading heart-based meditation um, classes. I am running series classes here at Dragonfly Online. So right now I'm in the middle of a chakra flow series. Last night was Manipura Chakra. So we we celebrated the solar plexus and the coming, the returning of the sun on solstice, which was really cool. Um, I do series classes in Yoga Nidra. And of course I have, I'm literally teaching every single day of the week right now, but mm. I love it. You know, I really, really have embraced the online platform. Um, I, when I got back from India in March, I had one day literally to get off the plane, get home. It was all quarantine. I almost didn't make it back. And I had already been closed for five weeks while I was traveling. I'm like, okay, I got to open my studio. What am I going to do? So, you know, I turned online. So that's another thing is just for us to learn how to bounce a little bit and, um, and be, I think, I think being, Flexible and fluid allows us to um, allows us to shift a little more easily and um, take the maybe the down times with the up times with a little bit more softness and sweetness. I think um, so. Yeah. So those are some of the things that I'm doing. I'm planning on leading a retreat to Ireland in April if things shift. We'll see. And uh, and international retreats are all kind of on hold right now, but. Yeah, so I'm doing a lot of really fun things and creative things and just, you know, keep on keep on keeping on, you know, and that's it. That's it. And and looking at ways to be creative, that's it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so literally like making pepper jelly in my kitchen and and uh, <laughs> getting ready to to do some baking later on today. So, oh, yeah, nice. not all yoga, you know, it's other things that are creative too. Mm -hmm. Katie, my dear, I love you deeply, and it is such a joy to be here with you and to listen to all the great things you're doing. Thank you for sharing this time. Thank you, Paula. And I, again, I appreciate the conversation, and just seeing your face makes me so happy. So <laughs> I'm really grateful. So thank, thank you. you. And thank you all for coming to Community Chats. Um, I'm loving doing this series. We're going to be posting one a month. Please comment. Let us know what you um, what you like about it, what you want to hear more of, so that this can grow in a direction that's useful for you and exciting for me, and that we can just. Uh, and if there's anyone also that you'd like to recommend, I know a lot of amazing people, but I'm sure you do too. So if there's anyone that you think I should be interviewing please get in touch with me. I would love, love, love to make them part of the series. Thanks so much, everyone, and have a beautiful day.